You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! All is right with the world. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, to this impromptu version of the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. It hosts Mr. Green. And this is following up the uh, live stream of the WWE on YouTube where they just have gone over the 32 participants who will be involved and the Mae Young Classic, I, I shouldn't even say will be involved because they are involved. The, the Classic is going on right now. That will take place over, over two days. I'd actually forgotten that this is the weekend for it. This uh, taking place with the uh, 13th and 14th. <clears throat> also to be noted is that the uh, Shine will be taking a tournament there as well to, to crown a new champion. And their organization and I believe that will be the 14th and 15th so you got that happening too but uh, getting back to the statement earlier that all is right with the world I am happy that within the 32 named individuals in the tournament Mercedes Martinez the Latina sensation has made the cut and anybody that's listened to this for any number of time has known that I have really sung the praises of Mercedes Martinez for uh, quite a bit. And the term that I use that the fact that she hasn't made it into a major promotion uh, is a crime and it would be a bigger crime if she didn't made it into this tournament. But that's all solved now. She is part of it and I'm, I'm very, very pleased uh, personally to see that happen so now I can go back through and talk about some of the, the people who have shown up and how many uh, guesses I actually did get correct in my picks uh, which were done some time ago thank you for those who uh, participated and left their comments underneath I really appreciate those some people have some really great comments there to uh, talk about the May Young Classic, as we now know it, at the time it was just the women's tournament. Now, now it has a name attached to it. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> it came up to to me that uh, like, why did they name it the May Young Classic? I mean, and and I guess that was kind of brought to light because some people felt like, well, what did May Young do within the history of the WWE? What you know what? What kind of real significant standing did she have within the WWE? I mean, outside of the Attitude Era stuff, not really that much, quite frankly. I mean, let's be honest. She, she didn't do a lot. I don't, she wasn't a, a champion or anything like that. I mean, she, she was essentially uh, 
the sidekick, I guess, if, if you if you want to call it that, the, of uh, the fabulous Moolah, who we all know. I mean, Moolah clearly was the bigger name. So why would it be named the Fabulous Moolah Classic or something like that? If I had to take a guess, I like clearly it's just because Mae Young was the better or well more liked individual between the two. Uh, I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. When, when you're talking about WWE, it, it's about who who likes you. And I, and I think it's safe to say that they had a far better relationship or at least... Mae Young was universally liked. Like I, I haven't heard one bad thing about that woman from anybody up and down the card. Now I can't really say that about Moolah. I mean, you've heard stories of her pimping women out, and extorting them for cash, and uh, you get signed to a contract, you're gonna still kick back 15, 10 or fifteen percent to me. You know, for your life, it wasn't like, you know, you do this for five years and then you're free. No, you know, for the lifetime of your contract, you're going to pay me some money. So, yeah, I think overall, it probably just came down to a case of uh, we just like her. <laughs> we, we like her uh, above and beyond uh, the fabulous Moolah. But, but that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> so, in any case, what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to go through some of the comments that were left on our page, or I should say our channel, with the uh, previous video, who should be in the women's tournament. And again, I want to thank those who took the time to leave their comments underneath. Um, now that we actually have a, a list of names, and there's no longer possibility, we have a list of names of women who are all in there and, and competing as I am recording this. And it should be also noted that uh, I actually recorded a full-on review of the first and second set of names released that I never put out, that I never uploaded to any platform or nothing like that. This is just kind of sitting in my hard drive right now. Um, and I decided at some point that, you know what, I'm just going to wait. You know, rather than than put this out there, I am going to I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna sit on it and and not worry about dealing with uh, trying to trying to hit the breaking news and and all that stuff like that, which is always good. I mean, if you can do it, but it is it's so much work for me. It's it's so much work. So rather than do that, I was like, I'm just gonna chill out and I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna see when they they produce all the names at one time. Then I can go through it, and that's that's happened. And I, I watched the live stream. I saw Jr. and I saw Lita uh, doing the, I guess the opening commentary and the introductions. And if you go back and you listen to that that first video, I told you then they are going to take what Impact Wrestling did with their knockouts tournament, and they're going to do it twenty times better. And damn it, if they didn't do that already. I mean, I haven't even seen a match, and they've already exceeded what Impact was. One of my biggest complaints with the Knockouts Knockdown Tournament is it takes so long when they introduce everybody, and it slows everything down. I was like, this this is so boring. I mean, I understand that you got to in introduce the people, and you got to get them get them into the uh, uh, the fan base at large. You got to 
let them know who they are, where they come from, and all that stuff like that. But the and and, and I want to say, you know, after you listen to this, go onto the uh, WWE YouTube channel and and find the Mae Young Classic live stream so you can see what I'm talking about. They had 32 names in there, and that I'm not gonna say it flew by, but it felt faster than anything I've watched in the uh, knockouts, knockdowns, because they they would go there and they would, what's your name, where you're from, and then they have to talk and they'd have to give them you know the mic and all that stuff and, and just doing that alone was like 20 minutes long the entirety of them introducing 32 women maybe took them 19 20 minutes that's double the amount of women with the same amount of time and you know you had a lively crowd. You know that some of the fans out there recognized who some of the people were, and you—that's when you know you got some really good fans out there. You know that follow the—I can't say the product, but follow the women's wrestling out on the independent scene. You had people that were popping up there like Candice LeRae, Tessa Blanchard, Nicole Savoy, Santa Basler. And, you know, they the crowd basically popped for them. They popped. You know, they were happy to see those people c- coming in there. They were, they were happy to see them get their, their break or their, their just due. And uh, back to the comparison between that and the Knockouts Knockdown tournaments, it, it just was so, you know, the production of it was done so well. And, you know, not, not, bashing the tournament from Impact Wrestling, Global Force Wrestling, whatever the heck they call themselves these days. But please, take note of that, because, I mean, there's no reason that this should surpass what happened in the knockdowns, Knockouts Knockdown Tournament, although I'm sure that it will. But uh, we'll, we'll move on. I just wanted to put that out there. It's like I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew they were going to get to this point, but they were going to produce this so much better. And they and 20 minutes into it, I'm already feeling like this is a better production. But it is the WWE. So anyway, uh, getting to some of the 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 uh, comments here on on our page from the previous video, I want to get to one that I really liked at the time because I, I totally agreed with him and that this is from Phil Span 08 and the comment was I suspect there would be a heavy international contingent based on the cruiser attorney I agree with several of your names the people I would like to see in, included Deanna that being Deanna Perrazzo, Sue Young, Santana Garrett, Nicole Savoy, Tony Storm, Rachel Ellering, Kiara Hogan, Karen Q, Britt Baker, Lefisto. I see this turning as an extended tryout. Unfortunately, some of the more veteran talent like Mercedes, the WWE is familiar with them, and probably looking in another direction. I am expecting that the signed talent like Kimber, Heidi, Mary Dobson, Andrea will also be in the tournament, and they will probably add a veteran name or two like they did in the Cruiser tourney like with Jerry and Brian Kendrick. My guess is Melina and Victoria. Which was a really great comment at the time, you know, for somebody who has no inside information, he's just taking a guess based off of what uh, what was going on. And yeah, I agreed. I agree with him, you know. Um, 
But now we can we can go down his list and we can legitimately say that uh, Santana Garrett, he was correct on. Nicole Savoy, Tony Storm, Rachel Ellering, he was correct on all of those. Um, Mercedes, he, he kind of ruled out, which, you know, I'm, I'm happy that he got that wrong. Sorry, Phil's fan 08. I mean, I, like I said, I was, I was pulling for Mercedes and I'm happy that she's in there. Uh, he was expecting that the sign talent like Kimberly, Heidi, uh, Heidi Lovelace, Mary Dobson, and Andrea, who've all changed their names, uh, will be in a tournament. And he's absolutely correct, as was I, because I said that in the, the previous video. I said I, it was the reason that I didn't include them in my picks to begin with. I was like, it's very likely that the girls that are already on the NXT roster, a few of them are going to make it in there anyway. And name changes aside, that is absolutely correct. They, they're already in it, so it was no need to even bringing it up. Uh, the one thing that I thought that he was going to be right with, and I, I agreed with it at the time, and I'm really surprised that it didn't happen, is that there was no veteran name added on to the, uh, to the tournament. You know, as he said, like with Tajiri and, and, and uh, Brian Kendrick. And I guess we should clarify that because, technically speaking, Mercedes is the veteran and... Uh, Sergey, I think I'm pronouncing their name right, but uh, they they would be considered the veterans. That these are the girls that have been in the game for like ten plus years. You know, they got they got miles on them, so they would be considered the veterans. But what he's saying is the veteran representative that have been in the WWE, like Melina and Victoria. Now we don't have any of those. We don't have a Trish Stratus. We don't have Melina. We don't have a Victoria. Uh, Mickey James didn't come back down to the tournament or nothing like that. So. Uh, the veteran contingent is uh, noticeably absent. It would have been nice to see them in there, but I don't think that um, uh, that that was in the cards necessarily. Um, that was a conversation that that actually came up not all that long ago. I was like, why do you not see uh, these kind of big name women stars come back? Well, you know, the WWE has kind of created this this. Um, not ideal, but they've they've created this whole thing that once you retire from the WWE, there's really no other place to go. Do you know the days of of people like okay, I'm done with this promotion, let me leave and go to WCW, or let me leave and go to AWA or NWA or Crockett or something like that. Those those days are gone, man. It just it just doesn't exist anymore, and it especially doesn't exist for the women. Most of them that you've seen in the WWE over the last couple of years, once they stepped out of that company, they were pretty much done with pro wrestling. That 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 came to a screeching halt. Um, you know, it just went straight off into retirement. Yeah, Beth Phoenix retired. Uh, Michelle McCool retired. Uh, Trish Stratus retired. Lita. You know, the, very few of them actually just kept going. Just because, you know, I like wrestling. Uh, you could say Mickey James because she never really, um, aside from her year, aside from her pregnancy, um, and a little bit of time that she had to recover from that, uh, she never really stopped. Uh, Victoria and Gail Kim, who recently announced her retirement, but she never stopped wrestling, you know, barring injuries. She never really, never really stopped doing it. And, but those are rarities. Those girls are, you know, exceptions. 
the for, for the majority for the you know the better portion of it, you got a lot of people who just simply, you know, there's just no point in me keeping this going. Once the WWE is, I don't want to say done with me, but once they're done with the WWE, whichever way you want to take it, they just choose not to be bothered. So, uh, I guess it's, all of that to say, I guess it's not that surprising to uh, not see a veteran. It would have been nice. It would have been nice Phil's fan 08 to see, um, you know, one of those veterans meant to come back, but that ain't happening. Um, okay, so moving on. Some of the other names that were mentioned that unfortunately are not there. Uh, Super Pereira was mentioned by uh, Shamar Perkins, who's, who kind of pops in and out on the channel, so you want to thank him for that. Uh, Santana Garrett, of course, mentioned already she is there. Uh, the current WOW champion, or at least as far as uh, the TV tapings are concerned, she has not lost that title as of yet. America Strong, no, she she doesn't come in. That's from Kevin White. He he, he named off Santana Garrett America. Uh, Keon Easterling named off Sue Young. It would have been great to see Sue Young in there. But but uh, Sue, and I think I, Sue was one of my picks too. And, and I'm, I'm really surprised she didn't show up. Uh, scroll down here a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> Mia Yim and Awesome Kong. Mia Yim is there. And I don't think I had Mia as a pick of mine, quite honestly. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back. Because I know I remembered the dollhouse. And I, and I know I put the dollhouse down as, as potential things. But I, I wasn't sure. You know what? I remember why now. Because I think when I, when I did that originally, Mia Yim was still perceived as under contract to uh, Impact Wrestling. So she was disqualified from my list based on that. She was, she was disqualified because I didn't include people who were looked at as being already under contract to some other promotion. Uh, but Mia Yim is there. Awesome Kong, not so much. You know, we're, we're not going to see Karma come back in there, you know. But the good news is if you want to see Awesome Kong or Karma, you can go into Netflix and you can watch her. <laughs> You can watch her in the Glow series as the Welfare Queen. So she's she's making her comeback, and she well not so much a comeback, but she's making her transition into acting, and uh, she she did really good on there. I I must say I should do a, a review on Glow now that I think about it. Uh, I, and, and you know what? When I watched that series, I didn't even know that was her in the first episode at least. I just kept saying to myself, damn, she looks familiar. What movie do I know her from? <laughs> but it wasn't a movie. I knew her from, uh, you know, wrestling. So there you have it. How about that? Um, what? Say to a Twizelf. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm, if, if I'm pronouncing your, uh, your screen name wrong, uh, I apologize. But, Say Twizelv put in Hannah, Jade, which we're going to just put down as Miriam, uh, Mercedes Martinez, Cheerleader Melissa, and Lefisto. Well, you got two of them clearly right. Miriam and Mercedes Martinez have made it. They are. They they made the walk. They did the introduction. Happy to see them both. And you know, as I'm thinking about it. Uh, Jade was was an interesting case 
And even though I didn't put her on the list, I do remember seeing an interview with her where somebody was pretty much asked a point, like, are you going to be in this uh, in this tournament? And much like a lot of people, I, I should say much like the Hardys did before they popped up at WrestleMania, she danced around that. It's like, well, you know, I can't really say. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not at liberty to say. And it's almost a, a, a surefire bet that once they go off into, well, you know, I'm not at liberty to say, they're going to be there. You know, <laughs> I remember hearing her say that. I was like, yeah, she, she's going to show up. So, yeah, she she's there telling people that, you know, I'm not at liberty to say at this point probably isn't the uh, uh, the best way to keep that. Uh, who do we have? You know, here's one that I wish was right. Leroy Maxwell. Me and, me and Leroy both uh, put our bets on Casey Carlisle. Casey was one of my picks to appear in the tournament. Uh, unfortunately, she is not there, and uh, I thought that... I thought that she would be a really good pick, uh, personality-wise, uh, you know, skill set in the ring. She she's kind of an old school, hard hitting, punch and kick. I mean, she if, if I had to compare her to anything, it would be comparative to the, uh, the revival. No flips, just fists. She she's she's a, a down and dirty girl. So you know, it, it would have been nice to see her in the tournament. I guess they wanted some something with a little bit more flash or or perhaps a little bit more international flavor to it. But uh yeah, Leroy Maxwell the second. I, I was with you, brother. I, I uh I wanted to, to see Casey in there too, but that just wasn't happening, unfortunately. Uh Gregory Reed put down Dementia the Rose, who who I um I did bring up in the original video. Um and I might as well go ahead and address a, a few of these right now because there, there's a couple of them kind of peppered around the comment section. Those being Dimension Rose, the Party Princess, Kayla Lynn, Kiara Hogan, Super Pereira, and uh, I think one or two others that were on there. That I, you know, all of these are names that I really, really like, and I had the opportunity to either see and or call matches of these ladies. Which I'm very thankful for, by the way. You know, for each one of them that that either called the the uh, Women's Pro Wrestling Network out to their event to cover their match to make sure that you know some cameras were on them and you know that they they were able to be uh, seen. Uh, I want to thank you uh, publicly for that. But you know, I, I also said in the previous video that as good as those ladies are, I I. I Felt as if the WWE was going to be looking for something else at the time, because you know, Kayla Lynn just won the Reality Wrestling uh, uh, Women's Championship. Kara Hogan won the Spirit Championship at WSU. Dementia Rose uh, defeated uh, Mia Yim to win the uh, uh, Big Time Wrestling uh, Championship Women's Championship. Uh, and Super Pereira has has really made a phenomenal name for herself you know going up to canada and to mexico i mean you know all of these ladies within the last year have really really just spread their wings and and just gone off the charts as far as their careers are concerned uh and some of them been in it longer than others but i think it comes down to what the wwe was looking for at the time and and, and that's not a slight on them but i do fully believe that they will all get their break 
you know, in the future. And I, and if I had to bank it on anything, it would be that because I know there's some of them here that have wrestled longer than a few of those girls that's in that's actually in the tournament. Some of them may have been doing it for two or three years, whereas you got uh, <laughs> a dimension of rose and somebody that's been you know a little bit longer than that. But you know that, that's just kind of that right place, right time thing. But dimension's gotten so good. Kira's gotten phenomenally good, you know, Super Prayer, Kayla Lynn, you know, they, they've gotten really good, and I, and I have no doubt whatsoever that they're going to get there. It just wasn't, you know, the window for this just wasn't now. It just wasn't, just wasn't the time for that. Um, getting down to the, the, the nitty-gritty of this all, let, let's go back to the, the list, the list that I put out of who I got right and who I got well, uh, who didn't make it? I'm not going to say who I got wrong because there's like hundreds of women out there. So can't really get all of those in. Uh, Mercedes Martinez. We've already discussed that. The Latina sensation is in. I am pleased as punch that she's going to be in there. I also picked Mickey Knuckles. I wanted to see her in the tournament. She did not make it. Uh, and, and I might have put her as a wild card in that last one because I, I do know uh, a little bit about her her personal Situation. Uh, I know. I know. I gave honorable mention to a couple of girls, uh, including like Rock and Roll Roxy, and uh, others like that. And I and I know when I mentioned Roxy, I said that's going to be a long shot because she has a family. She she has life outside of wrestling, and I also feel like Mickey Knuckles has life outside of wrestling, and that could have been a large part of the reason why she's not in it, but. It'd have been nice. It'd have been really nice to see her do it because I know that she's certainly talented enough to be there. I also put down as a wild card pick Kiara Hogan. We just discussed that, and she's you know she's not in it, but she she could have well have been. Uh, Deanna Prazo, I, I put her down. She didn't make it into the tournament either, and and I put that largely because she had been everywhere. She'd been on Impact Wrestling. She'd been in uh, Women of Honor. She'd been <clears throat> excuse me in WWE. She she had been all over the place and i thought that she kind of had her foot in the door as it is marty bell was one of my picks and she is there marty has made the cut uh not surprising at all actually you know she's been doing this thing for a long time uh same thing with with mia yum you know the dollhouse represent uh neither one of them are any sort of shock to me. The only, the only thing that was even kind of remotely shocking is that Mia Yim was in there because, by, like I said, when I originally made my picks, she was considered under contract to Impact Wrestling. So I wasn't too sure about that. Um, Veda Scott and Eva Lise were picks that I had. Kind of surprised. Oh, well, I'm not going to say surprised, but they didn't make the cut. I would have liked to seen them in there. Thunder Rosa. I love that name. Uh, Lucha Underground's Cobra Moon. Uh, she she has been really kind of filling up her, her dance card as far as the independent scene is concerned. So maybe I shouldn't be as surprised as I am that she isn't in there. Uh, Thunder Rosa is a really good wrestler, but she has she's kind of like the, the Young Bucks. She's in demand. So, I mean, she, she may be getting some really good money out there on the indies and may not need going to the WWE. She may like controlling her schedule. But one person I did get right in there was Tessa Blanchard. I, I felt like she was a shoe-in. And I know I remember putting it down that way is that Tessa Blanchard shoe-in to be in this tournament, largely because she already has a 
connections to the to those grounds and the WWE likes that they, they like having um, a name that you can bank on and Blanchard is a name that you can bank on the girl's a third generation wrestler and you know most of us know her from her father um, four horsemen WWE Hall of Famer Tully Blanchard and, uh, and her stepfather Tully's greatest rival Magnum TA so yeah I mean it was it was just like if you can hand deliver a wrestler into the Mae Young Classic, this has to be it. Um, Sue Young, the Undead Bride. I I, I thought that she also was a shoe in just on her uh, character of the Undead Bride. I thought that she was as good a pick as you could get because I thought that you know the WWE loved that type of stuff. Now, granted this isn't taking place on the main roster so that undead bride thing may not work as well in that environment but i thought they would you know they might give it a, a little bit of a slide to let her in there and also you know she's connected with uh rich swan so you know you know you would think that she'd she'd have made it in just for that not saying that you're banking on nepotism of any sort or relationships that you have but you know it happens. Candice LeRae was one that I picked, and she is there. Candice LeRae is in the tournament. Um, also picked out Ariel Monroe, largely for the same reasons that I picked Sue Young. And neither one of them are, are there, which is a little bit surprising to me. Uh, Ariel specifically, because she's in Florida. So it, it, it would it's not like it wouldn't have been all that difficult for her. She could have just <laughs> drove on up the street and <laughs> she'd have been right there available for the tournament. She could have did her two days and left. Um, here's one that I'm not surprised about at all. That's the Queen of Spades, Santa Basler. Um, I made note that the WWE would probably put her in if for no other reason that A, she's gotten really, really good. She has gone around the world. She wrestled in stardom. Uh, she, she's getting this pro wrestling thing down. I know that's kind of a, a, a it could be considered a hard transition out of one sport to the next. But she's really getting this thing down. And the last time I saw her wrestle, she was putting it down on two different women at the same time in the ring. You know, Kaylee Ray and uh, the Duchess Azali. She, she whooped them both at one time. And, you know, she's got a name. She is part of the Four Horsewomen of MMA. Basler is uh, some, a, a name that people will recognize. And you know how the WWE loves their names with people that you can recognize. So her being in there, uh, not shocking to me at all. That, that was, um, that's a pick that I'm certainly claiming right there. Uh, surprisingly enough, Baszler, Martinez, and Nicole Savoy, uh, all three have made their appearance as one of the 32 women involved in this tournament, and all three have been running together in recent years as the trifecta on the independent circuit. So that should be interesting. Whether I, I doubt that they'll acknowledge it. I doubt that they'll even bring it up. Although, I will say I am surprised that... Um, I forget who he said it for, but J.I. did bring up Shimmer. I want to say it was it was for Mercedes because, uh, in, in fact, now that I think about it, 
Simmer is represented kind of strong in this whole thing. You got Mercedes, who's the Simmer champion, or at least last I checked. You got Tessa, who is still uh, one half of the, the Shimmer Tag Team Champions as part of Mount Tessa with Vanessa Craven. And uh, Savoy just lost the Heart of Shimmer uh, Championship not all that long ago. So, I mean, you, you got a significant amount of women who have come from Shimmer in some form or fashion being represented here. So, you know, Big shout out to them. Bravo to Shimmer. Uh, Lefisto, who I, I got to say, these last two, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't have any uh, connection to this tournament. Lefisto would have been, it would have been nice to see her pop up in this thing. She's another one, you know, kind of along the lines of the Latina sensation where I'm like, okay, she's been doing this long enough to where she deserves a break. Give, put that woman in there. She needs to be in this thing. Same thing with uh, Casey Carlisle. Carlisle, uh, you know, is is a really good talent. Uh, I said it earlier. She's probably not the skill set that they want. Not in terms of, you know, I'm not saying that she's bad. But they probably want something maybe with a little bit more flash. And less of the southern wrestling, as if you will. Uh, but Carlisle is really good. And she is a, a very comfortable heel uh, on the mic. Um... It's a shame. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame that she's not on there. So you got those names. Uh, I got a fair amount of them right. And uh, I, I'm pleased with that. I, I, I'll put it that way. And as stated, uh, you got your girls from NXT who have already uh, been announced. And along with the ones that I have on here, uh, on my list, I had Kimberly and Heidi Lovelace and Andrea, who, again, all of them have changed their names. Uh, but you have the former Ruby Mobs, who is uh, in the, the tournament as well. Uh, I believe, what's her name now? Lacey Evers? Is that it? And I know that that's the one real connecting thing here is that all of them have changed their names so what we knew them as no longer exists but uh okay <clears throat> let's see here i had to pull up my, my little list um all right so we got sarah logan who we formerly knew as crazy mary dobson she was already signed we know that abby layeth who was kimberly she was already signed now riot Ruby Riot is not going to be in there. She's been kind of, you know, um, uh, highlighted on TV already. So I guess it's not that big a deal for her, or, or as we know, the former Heidi Lovelace. Um, so, and Lacey Evans is what she goes by. And I knew her as Ruby Mobs. So you got some of those. Um, a couple of other names that need to be brought up is Jazzy Gilbert, the alpha female who. Uh, I really wanted to get an interview with her, but I, I've never had the chance. I could never get it at a time where it would have been convenient. I mean, you know, her living in Germany and me living in Atlanta, probably not the best thing. Um, Kyrie Hojo, who who is now Kyrie Zane, uh, she's there. Probably one of the uh, front runners or, or the top seeds in this thing. Um, uh well, we saw Bianca Blair. She she won the uh, uh, qualifying round. I think that 
to, to be involved in the, in the tournament. So you, you got a, a, a good amount of names. One that I was really kind of surprised about was uh, the former Princess Miranda, who was part of, uh, maybe not maybe not put that in past that, who is part of Booker T's reality of wrestling. And uh, somebody, uh, she's also somebody I was trying to get for an interview at some point in time. And we, we, we attempted to do it. The past, the, the, the streams didn't cross and I couldn't get her. Um, and who knows, her being signed or getting approved to go into the tournament may have been it because all of this is recent. It wasn't like it was all that long ago. This this may be a, you know two or three two months back at the most but uh Miranda I forget her last name uh she is in there as well so you got you've got a, a huge contingent of people that that's just all over the place uh, represent a couple of different countries and a couple of different locations represent indie wrestling I mean it's just it's it's phenomenal and really I can't wait to see it the production has already started off I, you know you're hearing Jim Ross and, and Lita give uh, the breakdown, well, the background, I shouldn't say the breakdown, the background of these people as they're walking in. The Parade of Champions is what it's called. So if, you, if you're if you online and you're looking for it and you're trying to see, okay, where can I find this video, go to WWE and look for WWE May Young Classic Parade of Champions, and that should bring it right on up. And you can see all of them make the entrance, and you can see all 32 uh, and, and it's not going to be a, a pain in the ass to sit there and watch it. Like I said, it, it, it's not like it uh, drags out and goes slow and none of that stuff like that. Uh, it, it moves along fairly quickly. So I would encourage you, if you haven't done it so far, uh, to go and do that. Uh, I forget to, to mention Andrea is also in there. I forget what they've changed her name to in, in the, at this point, but... Uh, she was always good when I saw her, especially for, especially for this body transformation. I mean, she has had a huge body transformation. My goodness, she was, she was incredible what she did herself, and and since then she's just been phenomenal inside the ring. You know, she she's done a really good job, and I'm interested in seeing what she and all these girls are going to do um, within the tournament. So now. Uh, the last thing that we got to look forward to, we, we got the names announced, so the next question up within the tournament is who's paired off against who? That's going to be really interesting to see how this, how this thing is going to match up and who's going to match out against each other. Bracketology is what we call it. Now, I don't have any particular uh, brackets that I'm looking for, and, and to go off into... Well, I hope that so-and-so gets in so-and-so's face at, you know, between 32 different women would probably be a little pointless. However, I will say there is one match that I'm looking for that I hope that they do. It ain't got to be first round, but I hope that they cross paths at some point within the course of this tournament. And that will be Mercedes Martinez, Carrie Zane. If that happens at some point within this tournament, I am going to be a happy man. That's all I need. You give me that, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. I think that will be a kick-ass match. So, <clears throat> time will tell if I'm correct. All right, folks. 
thank you for tuning in to this particular podcast. I appreciate you coming in and uh, giving me a little bit of your time to, to go over the predictions that were right, the predictions that were wrong. Hey, this is the rights and wrongs of pro wrestling, and what can you say? That fits the bill right there. So until the next time in the next podcast or the next interview, be sure to stay tuned and go to um, WPN Wrestling for Twitter and Instagram on our pages. And if you are not a part of following us on Facebook and or YouTube, then put in Women's Pro Wrestling Network, all one word, into your search bar and then click the like follow and or subscribe button for your particular platform and you will be able to see all of our stuff top to bottom interviews podcasts on camera documentaries and etc whenever those notifications come up and specifically with YouTube if you're subscribing to YouTube go and uh, hit the subscribe button but also hit that little bell so that the uh, sound icons are around it so you get the notifications when there are new videos that go up all right that's it folks thanks for tuning in thanks for hearing our thoughts on the uh may young classic that's upcoming and believe me when it's done we will have full reviews top to bottom for all the matches and all the matchups so until then folks take care